part three. Praise just around the corner. show everyone happy halloween it's our halloween episode pete yes indeed um i've I've been waiting for for this all year we've been holding this movie since pretty much the first year of the show we've also been doing the nightmare on elm street movies out of order but that is neither here nor there ladies and gentlemen listeners whoever you are my name's pete and i'm scott and and these these are the movies movies that that made us gay yay welcome to our halloween episode so we're having a little halloween podcast party we had (laughs) uh the two guys from Happy Horror Time, Matt and Tim, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Kisses. Happy Kissy, Halloween, kissy. guys. And <laughs> Happy we Halloween are, to you. And we had you over to watch Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, directed by Chuck Russell, released February 27th, 1987. Dream Warriors, we finally got to it. So it's kind of funny of how, what our journey for the Nightmare movies were. That we started the first October with Freddy's Revenge. We did the gay one the first year. <laughs> yeah. And then we had your partner, Jacob, on for the Dream Master. Your producer. Yes. Your producer, your... yeah. <laughs> he is our producer, and that is like his favorite one. Yeah, man. yeah. And we love that movie. And I don't care that we're doing these out of order, just as long as we're getting to them. Uh do we all remember where we were in 1987 when this movie came out? I was 10 years old, begging I, right? my parents to take me. I, I wasn't even born. Kidding. Uh, of course I was born. No, I was like seven or seven yeah, and a half, yeah. and I hadn't been exposed to horror movies yet. Yeah, yeah I, so. I just remember the trailer was heavily, heavily going. Yes. Sure. I mean, at this point, I think Freddie was fully established as like, the kids love him. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know full-on franchise mode let's like let's get these asses in the seats and were they they doing one a year well i guess if they skipped 86 so a nightmare on elm street directed by wes craven was 84 friday's revenge october of 85 and then yeah they skipped a okay. year and then wes craven came back to co-write and produce this movie well they had to skip mm-hmm. a year nancy had to go to grad school Right, exactly. and everyone had to get their beta machines out and watch parts <laughs> one and two. Yeah, to, to get a refresher. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we'll we'll talk about uh, the the kind of the breaks between the movies and all that, but we, let's talk a little bit about our history with with Freddy and Elm sure. Street. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys want to take it as far as like your first memories of uh, going back to Elm Street and Freddy Krueger. You go first. Tim. Okay, so my my introduction was um, all the neighborhood kids were watching it in the basement. The original, yeah, the Elm Street kids, the Elm Street yeah. kids were watching the Elm Street kids, and I remember walking down into the basement. It was pitch black. You know, they were watching it on a hot summer day, but it was in a really really scary um, basement, and I was forever changed. And then I begged my mom to get part two. I watched part two. And then I remember my brother and I were sharing a room, and I really Ew. wanted... I know. <laughs> Ohio's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and, it, you know, Springwood, Ohio. Are you from yeah. Ohio, and, Tom? Um, 
I'm from Ohio. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, but yeah. not Springwood. But not Springwood. I can't tell. <laughs> He's got Midwest written all over him. <laughs> my, my plaid shirt. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't see him. He's wearing a plaid was, shirt. Was I'm a lesbian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Truck driving lesbian from Ohio. And then I, I wanted to put up a Freddy Krueger poster in my bedroom. My brother was like, no, I'm so scared. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was he younger than and, you? No, he was older. <laughs> what? What a sissy! Am I, I right? Love it. I love it. <laughs> no, I love my brother, but um, that was my introduction to Freddy, and obviously, I went on to all the sequels and Freddy's Nightmares. On Freddy's Nightmare was on Saturday nights, and I remember as an eleven or twelve year older, I even maybe thirteen. It's yeah. not like I was out at the Abbey partying, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it was like my Saturday nights were Freddy's Nightmares, and if anyone has seen Freddy's Nightmares, they know. That they are rough. <laughs> yeah. I've, never, I've never seen Freddy's Nightmares. They, I think they're on. They're on Tubi. Might be on Tubi. They're on of Tubi. Course, yeah. Tubi. Every single one. Tubi would have that I, that quality television. Oof. The funniest thing about Freddy's Nightmares is that probably half the celebrities that we have interviewed on our podcast right. have been in an episode of Love Freddy's it. Nightmares. It's like a gateway for every person who's been in a horror movie. You know what? They start off good. They're an hour long, but the, the first half is always so strong and then the writer's just like, Psh, forget it. But they don't always have to do with Freddy and that's the weird part. Like, they really take liberties with, like, how connected they are sure. to even anything. Really. And Freddy is like, like, like a Crypt Keeper? Yeah, I was kind gonna of say, like, yeah. is, is Freddy like the Crypt Keeper? And just yeah. intros Basically, all the episodes. He's in the okay. first episode, like if you watch the pilot, it's specifically related to Freddy, like a prequel. It's like his almost. trial, right? Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. But then it gets to be Freddy is just the announcer. That's why stick to the films. They're great. <laughs> mm-hmm. We wanted more Freddy content. The eleven-year-old like gay boys in Ohio were like, "We want Freddy." I know. I was like, "Where's that? Where's that Dream Master?" I know. I didn't. Ex- I didn't experience Nightmare on Elm Street until I was in junior high, so I was probably 11, 12. And I used to, when I had sleepovers, I would always rent all horror movies. And so one time, I think we rented one, two, and three all together. And all I remember is, well, first off, I always thought it was really scary. Freddy was scary, but I wasn't as scared by the fact that he'd kill you in the dreams. Because I always thought, I guess as a kid, well, if I don't dream about him, I'd have nothing to be worried about, right? Like, he's not going to just walk up to my house but i remember thinking even as a kid like i loved one and i loved three and i remember watching two at that time i totally missed all the gay stuff but i was just like this doesn't feel connected to them at all yeah. like what happened oh really <laughs> i thought the house was enough i guess i just because they didn't have nancy so i remember loving because the original was like my favorite it was so good and then and then i remember loving three because they brought nancy back like so excited that they brought and nancy she was only back. 23 can't yeah. believe it. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to say about the age of Nancy and how they style her, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> I love her style. Yeah, uh, we love college graduate Nancy. So we've kind of gone into our background with the Nightmare movies and our episodes on Freddy's Revenge and um, the Dream Master, but I did not watch any of these movies until college. Wow. wow. Just because, horror. and it wasn't one of those things that I didn't like horror as a kid. I did love stuff like The Omen. I remember watching The Exorcist when I was like 14 years old, loving that. But there was something about Robert England on those VHS boxes that I'm just like, nope, I'm not watching this. And I had, I did not watch the first movie until I was probably 22 years old. Wow. And okay, really? and then also get this, I don't think that I watched any of the sequels until I started seeing Pete. Yeah. 
and we bought what? like that, oh and we bought that Best Buy Blu-ray set. So I feel so like we watched all of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and it's funny because I'm only 25 years old. Wow. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, I mean, I have the whole, like, I watched them way too young, you know, kind of thing with my cousins. And we had no business watching them and all of that stuff. But I will say I watched one and two on probably on beta. Um with my dad and my uncle. And then I didn't see three. I saw four and loved it. Yeah. You love, you love the dream master. Love dream master. Then five came out like the next day. So like we went and saw that. And then my cousin was like, Oh, like Kristen, remember when she was in the mental hospital? And I was like, what? And so I went back, rented three and was just like, Oh, this is like this perfect trilogy. Like I love it. It brings back Nancy. It's just like, like you could have, if they stopped making the movies, it would have been fine. That's so funny yeah. that you saw that backwards. So you yeah. thought Patricia Arquette took over Tuesday night. Well, <laughs> I mean, I knew that it was first, but I was kind of like, oh, she's kind of better. Uh, I love Tuesday night, but I feel like it's there's so much melodrama in four. And I mean, I mean. Let's let's be real. Patricia Arquette is not exactly like winning any like major awards for this performance. It's a lot of screaming. We, Yo, yes, the yeah. screaming. So much My dad screaming. would get so mad. He we, was like, "Turn that off." Yeah. We we love Tuesday. We love Patricia. Like they just they yeah. play the characters different, yeah, and I think it works. Different. You know, in three, she just seems so much more soft spoken, kind of yeah. quiet, yeah. always screaming. In four, she's kind of more cool and like takes things into her own hands. She's smoking. She's got her boy. Like it's like yeah, she's yeah. obviously a little bit more edgy and stuff. You know, so. Um, do you I know, can't believe that you saw them out of order like that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was just at the time I didn't see them in the theater. Like, I don't, you know, I don't think my parents were really going to take me to see a nightmare movie. So I had to Did you see for, any of them in the theater? VHS. Um, what about like Freddy's Dead or no, something? No, not on first not Freddy's on first Dead run. was the first one I saw yeah. in the theater. I saw four and five because I'm old. Work. I mean, I'm your age, but I still didn't get Oh, you're my 45? Yeah, I'm about to be 45 in a few months. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Not once, weeks, a few weeks. Yeah. Wait, your uh, your birthday's in November? Yeah, Thanksgiving, baby. Oh, my oh, birthday's like November weekend. 6th. Oh, okay. Your yeah. birthday's on Turkey Day? It is it every couple of years, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It can be. <laughs> it can be. Mass eating candy. So, Turkey oh. Day moves. There you go. Do you, So do any of you know what the circumstances were that Patricia Arquette did not come back for the fourth movie? Has yes. she ever gone on the record saying why she didn't take it? Yes, I can answer that twofold. One, right. what I've read in interviews, and like two, what Tuesday night told us on the podcast. Like, I think there was a lot of miscommunications in the Never Sleep Again documentary. Like, right. some people thought she wasn't paid enough or she didn't want it. I think she went on record. There's two, like, stories. One is that she was pregnant at the time when they were filming, and the oh, show didn't make she'd sense. She'd been a young mom. And secondly, mm-hmm. I, she was moving on to, like, different roles and stuff and thought maybe she should, you know, like, the usual thoughts of, like, do I want to continue horror. doing horror? Yeah. Do I want to revisit this? I already did a good one. The cool thing is that she looks back on the series with totally, like, great memories. I yeah. mean, like, when you think about it, her whole family has been involved in horror, like David Arquette oh, absolutely. the Scream series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff. So, but I think it was, I think it was either a combination. I mean, again, there's all the different things, but the last thing I read that she said was that she was kind of moving on to other roles. And so, and the timing just didn't work out. She wanted to, she wanted to, oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) We're leaving that in. Now, is she the only, is she the only Oscar winning actor to have been in a Freddy franchise? (laughs) Freddy 
in a Freddy movie? Is I think John she might Jackson be. Win anything? No. Mm-hmm. Was John Saxon ever nominated? Oh, he won. He won the Asexual. I mean, uh, Nancy's <laughs> mom was nominated for Nashville, oh. and I think that was kind of a big Ronnie, game. Ronnie Blakely. Ronnie Blakely. Blakely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did she win? Or I've just got nominated? something better. No, she was just nominated. I've got, some, I've got something better. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got something better. <laughs> what are these dreams anyway? Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Best, like one of my favorite movie characters ever. I and love I mean, Ronnie if you movie. if you want to count. The uh, reboot, what's his name, uh, was nominated for an Oscar, wasn't he? Or was he very close to it? The second Freddy. Kellen Lutz. Kellen Lutz. <laughs> I was yes. going to say, it's definitely, it's definitely not Thomas Decker. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who is it? Oh, Rooney Mara. Who was Freddy in the Nightmare? Oh, uh, Jack Earl Jack Jack Haley. Haley. So there's some Oscar-nominated yeah, actors, Jack kind of like Johnny. But yeah. I think that Patricia Arquette's the only winner, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? Yeah. Which is, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, two, I mean, the the whole thing with two, like, Tim, I, I agree with you. I th- I thought the through line of the house in part two. Very to, interesting. To me as a little mm-hmm. kid, I was like, oh, that's cool. He's moving into Nancy's bedroom. He's got the diary. Like, And it's something that they sort of keep up in all of the movies is using well, this house. Then it too. gets a little muddy mm-hmm. with the house. Yeah. It's it's his home. It's his home. Is it his home? <laughs> Did, was part three, the house was only used in dream sequences. Dreams. Not, yeah. No one lived there. They don't go back until four. Mm-hmm. And it's like all broken down and decrepit. I, th- I think what bothered me about part two at the time, and of course I've watched it with new eyes as an adult, but like, is that I get it, the founder diary. And so there's the connection to Nancy, but like the kind of him trying to almost take the, on the body yeah. of, of yeah. Jesse just seemed very different than the first one. And then the third one to me felt like a return to form Absolutely. with, oh yeah, that objective of just going after the Elm Street kids. I was like, okay, because that's what I had always thought. Mm-hmm. The first one was, it was simple. Like I always like it when it's simple. It's like the parents killed him. He's coming back to kill the kids in their dreams. Second one, like it was just a little it's bit more pretty- convoluted. It's, it's almost like the second one's almost like a studio note. Like Freddy's gonna break into the real world. Like, yeah, that's sort of what like we're that. gonna write the movie about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That pool scene. Oh yep. boy. Oh boy. But uh, I mean, I I love three. I mean, we should kind of give a quick like synopsis of you know the storyline of three. We won't go through it beat by beat, but just essentially these are, and I think. Throughout the entire franchise, the kids at Springwood Mental Asylum. <laughs> is that what it's called? No, no. It? Or it's, it's just like mental. Yeah. It's like, like Saint, local Saint mental. Somebody, asylum. It's like yeah. St. Somebody's every Hospital. Town, Which, by the way, every it's town has a mental UCLA. asylum. Yeah. Is it UCLA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks like it. Um, I was going to say either, either that or USC. Um, you know, I think that this is uh, – kind of canon that these are the actual final last Elm Street kids. And yeah. because in part four, they talk about how Freddy's kind of like, he needs new kids because he killed. Now, was it specifically families from the block of Elm Street or just the parents that rounded him up and all right. killed Burned him? Yeah. That makes sense. Burned them all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, I mean, if they all lived on that street, then yeah. they would all know each other. Yeah, I guess, very I, guess well, right? I guess that yeah. wouldn't make sense. It's yeah. a right. really long mm-hmm. street. It's, very, yeah. it's more of an <laughs> avenue or a boulevard. Elm, a, 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 a thoroughfare. A cul de sac. 
You said sack. I did. <laughs> um, but these kids have been so tormented by Freddie that they've all are, you know, there's like self-harm going on. There's been suicide attempts. And, you know, I mean, do hospitals like this have to exist in some form nowadays? But this seems more like an old-fashioned asylum. Yeah. Right? And I just love the fact that none of them, well, until Nancy gets there, listen to what the kids are saying. Like, none sure. of them are actually taking the time to think, wow, the fact that all of these kids are dreaming about the same murderer. Yeah. Like, that, that they, nobody cares that they all have shared the same dream mm-hmm. that, you know, that they just, they, they, I just love these movies when they don't take anything that people say seriously. It's like, that's a really weird coincidence it, if a ton of people are dreaming the exact same villain this film takes forever for everyone to say like it's freddy cougar like yeah. y'all just saying like we've got yeah. dreams we've got dreams like mental illness like i'm like come on <laughs> like dr dr it. elizabeth sims isn't putting together the pieces when listening to all of these kids talk about who they're having dreams about i'm obsessed with this doctor by the way you i mean, think carrie's mom she's, she's, i'm sorry not carrie but um, um sue snell's mom, sue snell's mom. yeah oh Pris- that's priscilla pointer is she the one that when she goes over to the house Door to door. Yeah, she gives her ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she and she has like a drink in her hand. I'll drink to mm-hmm. that. Did not yeah. know that. Well, anyways, uh, Priscilla Pointer, one of my favorite performances in the movie. I think she's so good in this role. She's cold blue. Cold blue. <laughs> cold blue. <laughs> <laughs> she says. Yes. Yeah, and her and Ted Wasson or Greg Wasson, who what's his most famous movie? Body Double. Um, okay. Greg yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Neil Gordon. Um, he doctor Neil doctor Gordon. That's Neil Gordon. right. Like <laughs> between the two of them, they don't really help these kids no. at all. No, nobody mm-hmm. cares until Nancy gets there. They're the worst. Like most uncompassionate. Is it incom- incompassionate? Discompassionate. I don't know. Discombobulated. Na- no. But Nancy they- com- Nancy comes in with her scripts for like. Let's get some like. Uh, un FDA approved hypnosil. Like, come on, we need some yeah. experimental drugs in here. We're gonna stop these dreams. And they're well, dead that's in their the tracks. only reason. Because watching this, I'm always wondering, like, well, why isn't Nancy still dreaming about Freddie? Like, why is she hypnosil? She's on that. She's shit. on hypnosil. And She's you know, they brought hypnosil back in Freddie's. Is I it mean, a real drug? No. Freddie versus Jason. No. no. But Freddie versus Jason, remember yeah, they had there. the hypnosil mm-hmm. they were giving. That's why the kids stopped dreaming. Hey, yeah. continuity counts. Continuity. You know what? Okay. Oh, so speaking of Freddie versus Jason, at your Halloween party, I think pre-pandemic, I oh, remember yeah. talking to this girl at the party and just being like, this bitch really looks like Monica Kina from Fred- from Freddie versus Jason. That's fine. And then she woman. introduced herself. Hi, I'm Monica. I'm like, this bitch is Monica Kina from. <laughs> uh, she may be there this mm-hmm. year for Hey-o. the party. Love she's, it. She's mm-hmm. yeah. Is she she's a neighbor a of very, yours? <laughs> she's well. So my friend Stephen, she's like one of his really close friends. But through Stephen, like you know, she's come to a couple of the parties. We had her on the podcast. We interviewed her, Fun. and then like so, she always has an invite. So we don't talk direct. Sure. Yeah, I Steven. call her every day. You're like, hey, Monica. I was oh. like, is Jason still after you? I mean, we, of <laughs> course, like, we were as as shook as you guys, like, the first time we met her because, yeah, she's the main, the final girl in Freddy vs. Jason. It's the awesome. Ne- oh, by the way, next year's the 20th anniversary of Freddy vs. Jason. That, wow. I can't even wrap my mind around that. Wow. <sighs> but, but she was very sweet. <laughs> Anyways, two words, yep. Kelly Rowland. Right. I mean, Kelly Rowland, three words. Um, so I, I also love, like you said, uh, Craig Wasson as Dr. Neil Gordon in this movie, who is not Bill Maher. 
it's a it's very much a Bill Maher type, though. But he's a Bill Maher type. And let me tell you this: he is in a movie called Ghost Story. Yeah, he shows, oh sure. Wait, and I was going to say, Scott, you mm-hmm. see his penis. You see his penis? Yes. I remember you the guy that falls penis? out the window. That's him. There's the guy. Oh, that's him. That's him. Because Wait, where, how do you, in what context? He, falling out of a window. Yeah, he plays twins. And that's the thing. At the beginning of the movie, one brother dies, and then he's the main brother in the rest of the movie. That, like, but all the ghosty stuff is fa- happening. When he falls out of the window, does it, does the penis fly? Yes, because he's falling night. backwards, and it's full <laughs> naked Craig Wasson, doctor. And it's going blung, 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 Dr. Neil Gordon's weenie is just flopping in the wind. Yeah. Tim is wiener. I saw it with my parents. Oh, my God. It's like the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Love it, it. But that movie's a little boring. It is. Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Good to know that it's the first five minutes. So you can yeah. just get yeah. it out of the way. Get, get it out of the way. And, <laughs> and then, then you're done. Maybe, maybe check out later. <laughs> yeah. Back to Nightmare And I have three. to ask you guys this question. Um, did you guys think there was some kind of love waves between um, the doctor and Nancy? Dr. Neil bit. Gordon and Nancy Thompson? I yes. think they had some yeah. chemistry. Yeah. They went out to dinner, mm-hmm. like, you know, I think they so. They had dinner by the fire. Dinner by the fire in Nancy's cool apartments. It um, is weird, though, that because if he's a doctor and she's a grad student, yes. like, they probably Agreed. shouldn't have that Agreed. relationship. Conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. This is not, yeah. They're so, both of age. So let's, let's talk about this. Nancy Thompson shows up giving like full like i think she's coming straight from the ronnie blakely school of acting in this movie straight from the ronnie blakely school of acting she has her career woman hair her (laughs) bonnie Raitt like her her bonnie Raitt curls silver streak her silver streak Mm -hmm. but okay so the thing is in this movie they refer to her as uh hotshot grad student you know so they do comment on her age that she is very young they comment on her age and then later on there is a line where she says something to the effect of the events in the first movie that happened to her happened six years ago yeah wow so So it's technically set in 1990 that would place yeah, this but movie that, in Yeah, but that does make sense because I was first doing the math in my head, and it's like if it's only three years since the first one, it, and let's say she was a senior in high school. How the hell could she go to grad school? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you don't go to grad school that quickly. So I guess they had to do that or she'd be a college and she, student. And she's got yeah. a cute little, like, pearls on. The pearl, oh, yeah. yeah. A jacket with uh, shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. I know. They totally had to make her look older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Her her skirt, when she's wearing, like, the business suit, is, like, mid-calf. Yeah. It's not, like, above the knee. It's a mid-calf, like, business skirt. It's crazy. Burn it. I think she looks best in the pink sweater. Oh, I mean. But that's kind of her off-duty, right? When she's she's at her house. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I think she looks best at the cemetery. Oh, oh my gosh, she that came dynasty with the hat. look. The hat, mm-hmm. the rap, the like like dramatic like rap. Oh my god. How's she paying for these outfits? Because I mean, like her dad and her are estranged, <laughs> unless her mom left her a lot of Hypnicelle money. Sell really sells on the off Maybe yeah, yeah, maybe she's sure, doing maybe some she's, like she's an investor. Some pharmaceutical sales mm-hmm. on the side. Those people make like really good scratch and uh, you know, in commissions. Freddie interviews. She also <laughs> has a very dramatic entrance when they, she comes in, and I actually like it. I heard the first time you see her, she finishes the rhyme for yes. Kristen, you know? Yeah. Love Never it. sleep again. Where did you hear that? She goes, I'm going to hug you like you're my daughter. She hu- goes in and hugs her. They've never met. Never, never, they never met. They have that connection, though. 
They yeah, do, because they know rhymes. <laughs> they know Did you know, but rhymes. remember, they take it to the next level in this one because Kristen has a power that Nancy never did. Oh, she can pull right. people into her dreams. Mm-hmm. Without that skill, the movie would be different. No, yeah, I mean, would... I, I love that this sets up that Kristen has this power. Um, well, I, yeah, because she gives it to Alice, She right? gives it to Alice in the next movie. I love that this sets up in their dreams. They all have their little superpower, which Kristen's is... Basic gymnastics. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, she does somersaults. And, and Taryn is uh, leather and big hair. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. bad. A mohawk, and she's beautiful and bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, but remember, Kincaid is just really strong. Really strong. Like, I mean, yeah. they're not that. Like, why aren't they like flying or like yeah, something really yeah. cool? What's, what's Joey's horniness? Joey's he, is hor- he never gets to horniness, that. but then he has like he's like the banshee. He like screams and like oh, that's like right. his he can talk because yeah because he's voluntarily <laughs> mute in the real world. He's got like his his X Men power is like the banshee scream and it like I breaks love that all the voluntarily mirrors. mute. You know well, I just don't feel like talking. And, and Jennifer's um, skill is she wants to be a movie star. I yeah. think she did she by the time the they. Oh yeah, she kind of she misses did. out on all of the superpowers. Yeah, because she's they, a like, get one. She and um wait what's the, I can't even remember the first guy's name. That gets killed. Oh He's yeah, in the puppet. Um, the puppet guy. Um, what's his name? Uh, Philip. Philip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Philip. Mm-hmm. Philip and Jennifer get killed before they get so to have quick. those powers. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer's power is like the pole vault into the television. Mm-hmm. Her okay, face. I'm sorry, and this is I said this to Tim a week because we rewatched it, and I was just like, every time I watch this, I can't shake the feeling that Jennifer looks like Patricia Arquette. Like they're very similar with their blonde hair the styling, and their yeah. faces. Like they just, it's just weird from a casting standpoint. All the sure. rest of the characters look so different, but then they cast two young blonde, like shoulder length hair girl. I don't know. They just seem very I, similar. I don't want to burst your bubble, but I can total differentiate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not all blondes look, of course, alike, but it's like of all the different looks in the world, like they had to get another well, blonde girl. But yeah. what are they going to do? Make their make her have red hair? Well, the other thing they too made Alice is, have red hair. They, the four. other thing too is that they put both of them in like nightgowns the entire time, so they're wearing oh, yeah. like white, you know, bedclothes to the entire. So it's also hard to mm-hmm. differentiate style wise. But yeah, I see what you're saying. But sometimes, you know. Some of us can get uh, some blonde white girl facial blindness. But, I don't know. Uh, I think I think Patty Arquette has a very distinctive <laughs> face. I'm with you, Tim. Patty. I have no Patty Arquette. I have no, you know, <laughs> no problems she's pa- with she's it. She's Patty to mm-hmm. us. Um, yeah. So PR. we we kind of talked a little bit about um, the kids that are here at the Saint Springwood, you know, mental facility, and um, Phil, I remember. My cousin telling me about Philip's death with the like marionette of like his like ligaments. Ooh, yeah. Oh boy! And then first seeing it and just being like, "Holy crap!" I as a as a kid, I always did think that Philip was was very cute. He's very I cute. Was like I like mm-hmm. this boy. I agree. Yeah. I I'm into Joey. I think Rodney Eastman was very cute. He, you can very you cute. can probably guess yeah. who my type is. Kincaid. <laughs> No, uh, Je- Jennifer. <laughs> yes, it's Jennifer. Um, I think Will is kind of really cute. Ira, um, oh, really? Ira little, yeah. little wizard, the Will? wizard master, um, Elvira, Mistress he, of the Dark. He does He's... have a good moment when he takes off his glasses. It's kind of a Superman look. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a little kid that should be babysat. Well, well and that too. Yeah. His dream power is the one that's the most like superpowery. Harry Potter. Yeah, but yeah. Freddie's just like, come on. 
Come on. I love when he just picks him up. Sorry, I know we're jumping, but (laughs) just like, oh, really? You're a wizard? (laughs) Done. You're done. (laughs) This movie was just like, no, we're not going to call it Dungeons and Dragons because this is like a really popular game uh, in 1986. Oh, sure. They never say (laughs) D&D. No, it's like wizards and Uh, They didn't want to pay for that trademark, I guess. Oh, yeah, because they would have to pay. I think Philip and Jennifer's death scenes are the two most memorable death scenes in the movie. Yeah, yeah. and um, I love Taryn, but I think that scene is so quick. Um, so quick. Yeah, I don't remember it being that fast. She just shows, you know. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about Jaja. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They get top billing. As a kid, when I got the box, it says, like, all these names. It says Jaja Gabor, Dick, Dick Cavett. Like, Princess Jaja. For, like, for 30 cameo. seconds. Yeah, just name. <laughs> I will say this. The funniest thing, other than the classic line, welcome to primetime, bitch, which, yeah. of course, is amazing. The funniest part about that death scene is the aftermath and them thinking that she committed that she, suicide. That's what we were talking by, about. Mm-hmm. By, I guess, r- rising up and and or standing on a chair and shoving her head into a TV because that's a way people kill themselves. I mean, if I was going to. That's really <laughs> be a hell of a way to go. Yeah, I mean, l- let me just say this: those old like cathode ray tube TVs, that glass was like two inches thick, and it would yeah, like pop because like... it's a vacuum tube. Like you can't just shove your face through there. But you know, wh- but Scott was saying, well, what are they going to say? Like when the cops get there, or the like, whatever, they're just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, um, she killed. <laughs> she ran and jumped her. Well, at least, screen. like, maybe they would suspect that someone somebody her. Like, in someone shoved the her head into it. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not Freddie, maybe, but someone, like, you know. Like the dirtbag pedophile uh, orderly that, like, tries to get with poor Taryn. Come on. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a dirty Black scene. Blackmails her with the drugs. It's yeah, awful, or, like, and she's like, oh, if you, don't, if you don't, like, <laughs> leave, I'm going to go tell, like, Larry Fishburne. It's like, go tell him anyway. Like, yeah. just go tell Lawrence Fishburne. He'll, like, knock this guy out. By the way, Larry, Lawrence think... Fishburne is in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys think when, um, I think, Kristen's first stream. When, Kristen? When, the, uh, when she gets, oh like, she's walking on that, like, rug and all of a sudden, like, a, it looks like a the big Freddy snake dick yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh you mean the, the snake head that yeah, swallows yeah, yeah, her yeah. yeah well that's a classic scene too but that's but the first time he sees Nancy like, everyone thinks it's like a penis but I never thought that I never thought that uh, watching it as I a never child, thought it either yeah. I, I mean it's gross making but that up because, why would I make that up <laughs> because you thought it was a penis no people talk about saying it's a phallic symbol no I was just amazed as a kid because like it really looks like Freddy. And, like, you can tell mm-hmm. it's there. You could tell it's big. Like, the, the scale. She fits inside of its, like, disgusting face. But it's as a kid, I was just like, wow, they really made that look like Freddy. That's crazy. It's, like, very successful in what they were trying to do. But, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have, like, a dick vein or anything. It has, just has, like, all Freddy... Scary and also, it like face. it's opening and swallowing her up, and unless you're like dick dicks swallowing do. things yeah. up, well, the I don't way, even know. The, the way weenies do. Yeah, uh, they open <laughs> and swallow things. And up. that's Nancy's best hairstyle. Oh. I'm kidding, but she looks super cute oh. in that scene. <laughs> so, when this is the first time that we see that Kristen can pull someone into a dream, she's like Nancy, and Nancy falls into the chair, which is to this day a great effect. Yeah, I agree. Nancy very falls successful, into the chair. Mm-hmm. and she finds herself there, and she's just like, 
oh, I must be in Kristen's dream in which she just pulled me into. Um, so yeah, and I'm in my old house. Let's yeah, let's go like make this work. She just immediately gets it. Immediately mm-hmm. knows what's going on. She's just like, oh, Kristen, it's a dream. Let's She's been through now. this before. But uh, well, yeah, and remember, <laughs> Kristen recited the rhyme, so she knows that they are dreaming. Freddie stabs yeah. Freddie in the eye. She, I mean, she gets to work immediately. She's just like, mm-hmm. oh, broken glass, Freddie. Oh, yeah, waste been, no time. Been here, done that. Where's my like? Where's my like b- bomb that I made? Out <laughs> where's of, uh, Where's Johnny Depp? A desk lamp and like, yeah, Johnny Depp is. They're still cleaning up the ceiling from that mess. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. They just got. You mean Amber Heard's mess? What? Oh, hello, zing. <laughs> um yeah and then like you know the next day when she's talking to her or whatever she's just like hmm like you have this power to like pull people into dreams what (laughs) nancy does not question i don't know i just think it's kind of funny that nancy's just like sure i mean at this this point that exists anything's well i guess when it comes to nancy like after since she's been through so much she probably has just stopped questioning reality <laughs> she sure. she did she did pull freddie out of her dream into the real world yeah so it's i true. guess mm-hmm. i guess this is just interesting that that never comes Tuesday. into play in this one like they never want to try that as a way to kill him sure. which would be to me a more proven way of killing him like that's what she did last time or maybe she's like i guess it didn't work so because again yeah. this one is all about let's combine our dream powers to get him like this is such a different movie than the first one it's all about like banding yeah. together with your dream yeah. brothers and sisters yeah. it's we're a team mm-hmm. yeah and they're all a bunch of weirdos you know like it's that thing for like teenagers outcast. and like kids like yeah we're all outcast and weird in some kind of a way so it's like it gave i guess it gave like kids something to they could have had to. a gay but kid also, where was the gay it character? was 1987 joey oh no joey's clearly not gay joey's very they already straight. killed the gay kid in the in the movie in the before movie. oh yeah um <laughs> Nancy does mention at some point that he's strong, that Freddie's stronger. He's never been this strong. Because mm-hmm. uh, there are so many of them screaming, and doesn't he feed on their fear? Oh, because he has so many I souls. Guess. He's killed so many at this point, and he develops their powers. Like he, in, in, I don't know, I guess he absorbs their souls. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess that's why, like, we don't, you know, that's why she doesn't want to, like, pull him into the real world or whatever. But, um,. This movie was also cool for me as a kid because it had a lot of, like, um, it did have really cool, like, uh, I don't know, like, fun elements. Like, they're all of their powers in the dreams. Like, I don't know. I guess to kids, like, basic gymnastics is pretty impressive. Which power like, did you want as a kid? I, um, all of them. I don't, to, be, to be beautiful and bad. <laughs> uh, in my dream, I'm You don't want to be the wizard master? The wizard master would be cool. That, that, that... Cape did not fit him though; it was a little too big. So then, what, what, what was Nancy's superpower? Being cute, no, like yeah, really, and like the hair. doctor didn't have a superpower yeah. either. When they were, I guess Nancy doesn't doesn't get a superpower. I wonder why that is. Maybe you only get a superpower if you're like a um, teenager. Yeah, troubled teen. Right. Once you're an adult, because, it's I don't over. Know. But I mean, yeah. well, I guess Nancy grad student, so she's like twenty two, maybe or twenty three. Her skills to make that old guy believe. Yeah, that's true. And then remember, don't forget they have the whole side p- subplot of the backstory of Amanda Kruger and the doctor seeing her oh, as a man. nun. Oh man, yes. Yeah. And her disappearing at the at the um 
graveyard because she was never it's just her spirit i guess but it's like i thought that was interesting because you, you know obviously there's the backstory of freddie and what he did and how he was a child murderer but then you think like it's almost like they wanted to put another layer of evil on him like not only was he a killer he came from like a horrible gang rape of a poor son nun. of a hundred maniacs mm-hmm. yeah so which is like this is now a through line in the rest of the series yeah. is the they whole go back to all son of a hundred maniacs and amanda being you know locked they go back to that in the that. in the the kid movie right Fit the i mean they go back child. to it in yeah. dream, child, dream child yeah so does that is that where um, the, the band Ten Thousand maniacs got their name from <laughs> I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. We'll, I don't we'll have know. to ask Natalie Merchant. Natalie Merchant. Yeah. She's like, I really like this um, Freddy Krueger movie. Because I think they predate. Belong to lovers. <laughs> so, um, uh, Scott, am I wrong? Is it Frida Claxton as the nun? I think in... it is Frida Claxton <laughs> from the Golden Girls. What? Oh, she a guest star? <laughs> you remember the Frida Here, Claxton episode? Me, I, I have to double check. This. I, wait, is, wait. I'm is, just, um, Nan Martin as Sister Mary yeah. Helena. Uh, she is in an episode of The Golden Girls. She plays Frida Claxton. She is a grumpy neighbor that wants to, she wants to tear down, down that tree. Yeah. Oh. Yep, yeah. Frida Claxton. She's actually in two episodes of The Golden Girls yeah. playing two different old ladies, and Frida Claxton is one of them. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Rose finally tells her off in court, and she drops dead, and Rose thinks she killed her. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if on the set they talked about Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I think she did. She's like, hey, oh, uh, I, I think so. she yeah. play Amanda Krueger in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <laughs> did you guys know this fun fact? fact um the lady that the like on all the posters of um night of the demons is um blanche's niece in real life rue mcclain oh, we just watched that episode where she she comes in the town and she is Wait, fucking the you, guy that's the vice mean cop blanche's niece or do you mean rue mcclanahan's rue mcclanahan's real life niece oh okay, oh, okay. Like, i was watching the one apparently with her niece on the show instead of night of the demons back in 88 fun fact oh. Interesting. And they put I think on, I've seen those photos. They're really, it's so cool. I love it. Um, the cemetery where we do initially see... The, wait, is the nun supposed to be Amanda Kruger or is she just like some ghostly... No, so. she's supposed to be because she finds it at the end okay. that uh, Amanda the grave was yeah. Sister Mary Helena or something. That was Clarence. Sister uh-huh. Mary Clarence. Okay. But yeah. obviously... <laughs> Sister Mary Clarence. They replaced her in 1989 with a different actress. Yeah. A younger actress young. in Dreamchild. It's like a, it the, from the time different of stages yeah. of Amanda Kruger. Yeah. <laughs> different stages but of Amanda different stroke. But this is this is the same shooting location as the first it's movie. It's the cemetery from Nightmare it's One. The cemetery from Nightmare yeah. One, where Ronnie's at the car saying, "I got something. I got better. something better." That close up. <laughs> it's in Boyle Heights. We can go right now. We'll meet you guys there in about forty five. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. See ya. <laughs> Pause. And we're back. Uh, this cemetery is old, though. <laughs> it's like an old East L.A. cemetery. Yeah. I'm not going there. And it's full. Um, we we were there once, and we saw a limping coyote. We did. A <laughs> yep. lim- uh, sorry, a limping coyote? Yeah. yeah. Just running around. Because it's in the middle of Boyle Heights. It's like, it's big, and it's a big, vast cemetery. So it's like, oh, coyote. But then at the same time, it's like, once you leave the grounds, it's like Oh, but uh, city. I think that was Calgary. Oh, yeah, but it's right across. The <laughs> but yeah, maybe just down, the, just down the freeway. Maybe that was Amanda Kruger in another form. Ooh, I, I think like so. It. That's her X Men power. She can turn a limping coyote. Set. That's the power <laughs> I'd want. That's the title of my book. A limping coyote. Limping coyote. My that was my nickname in high school. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if this is the first time. There's like maybe it is. 
where Freddie kind of uses like a sexy woman as a decoy. Yeah. Oh. This movie was probably oh a lot of young men's first time seeing boobs. Glimpses at do you see boobs. those? Do you see those boobs? Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you see full, full. Oh yeah, yeah. they're yeah. really nice boobs. I mean, I'm saying she, that as a and thing. those are some they like are, and those yeah. are some like penthouse. Boobies too. They give her so much dialogue. Do you like my body, Joey? There's so much dialogue. I, I just I'm like, like. Well, Joey's a mute, so he's got. There's no I, back and I forth, like so it's all gonna be her. Turns into Fred, and she's like, ow, 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 with her tongue la, 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 la. and shooting <laughs> tongue bullets at him to like, like the way he grabs the tongue that's sticking out. Yeah, it's very reminiscent <laughs> of Nightmare on Elm Street too, because there's lots of tongue action in that one too. True. True. Now, which action. one has a? Yep. Uh, <laughs> Which one has drag Freddy as a nurse? Is that four? Four, yeah. Okay. And four also has Joey being seduced yeah. by a boogie That's lady. his weakness. Under the water. Women. Yeah. yeah. But she doesn't get any she- line. She just gets to swim. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She gets her, like, little poster and then just, like, swimming... Topless. But what did you guys think of Kristen's mom? Andalay! She just wants we some love attention. Kristen's mom. I've got a Brooke guest, Kristen. Bundy. I don't care about you. Take away her credit card. <laughs> I love that, like, Kristen's like, you brought a man here? And she's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> what are you going to do about I it? I know. It's, it's shit, Go like, to bed. By the way, every parent, other than, well, even Nancy's parents in a way, like, every parent in these movies, not only do they never believe their kids, but, like, they're the most, yeah. um, like. Passive. Like, no, just, like, unempathetic, like, uncaring, yeah. insensitive. Yeah. They don't care. Like, even Tina's mom in the beginning of the the original when she's, you know, like, you better cut your nails. You better stop that kind of dreaming. Okay, mom, thanks for the yeah. advice. Yeah, like, go to bed. <laughs> you're, you're drinking too much mm-hmm. Diet Coke and making a creepy house. Yeah, like, they're all, the parents are horrible. But remember, <laughs> these are also the par- parents that hunted him down and lit him on fire. So, well, yeah, just kind of a big theme throughout all the movie is not really trusting adults or adults not listening, adults uh, knowing information that they are not sharing with the rest of the class. Brooke Bundy does have uh, Kristen get into bed with full paper mache hands. Right. She does. (laughs) (laughs) I know you just, you literally have glue all over your fingers, cornstarch and and water, and you were making a paper mache house and drinking spoonfuls of Folgers crystals. Oof, God, I know. Mm-hmm. Washing it down with Getting some DC. I, yeah, I was... <laughs> Diet Coke. Thanks. <laughs> some DC. I was like, what? To, as a kid, though, like, seeing Nancy pull out her secret coffee pot and then in yeah. her bedroom and then seeing Kristen drink, like, or eat, like, the, the spoonful of Folgers crystals and wash it down with some DC... Pardon me. I always thought, like, very grown up. Yeah. Well, do, were you guys confused mm-hmm. by when Freddie um, took Kristen's hand and made it look like she slit her wrists? Like, I, as a kid, I didn't know what that what was going on. Well, because that was the other thing. I figured, okay, maybe in this, this time around, he is making these kids' deaths look more like suicides. Well, and it's funny you yeah. say that. I mean, this is just in on, like, Wikipedia and in, like, Never Sleep Again. But apparently, like, as you said, Wes Craven, who co-wrote the script, but it was more – I think he had written the first full draft, and then they made a lot of changes. But apparently, like, the original plot line were – 
was he was making like all of the kids were committing suicide. Like I think he was getting in yeah. their heads so much that they were committing suicide and they thought that was just way too dark a route to go. But they kept yeah. like bits from a couple it. of them. And so yeah. that first one with her making it look like she's committing suicide, like that's kind of from his original idea. I think that what yeah. I would get. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, in the first few movies, it's like whatever gory way Freddy killed you in the dream, that's just how people found you, you know. But in this one, yeah, she's got like the the sink claws or whatever. But then really, mm-hmm. Brooke Bundy wakes her up and she's just like, oh, no. I <laughs> yeah. so. And Philip, you know, the, he jumps. It looks like he jumped jumps. off. Like yeah. that was one that obviously they could explain away as a suicide. Obviously, the one with mm. Jennifer sticking her head into the TV, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> Explainable. Yeah, not, not hey, so much. Hey, yeah, where's yeah. the bourbon? And then by the time... <laughs> By the time he gets around to like Taryn and, and the Wishmaster, it's like okay. And, mm-hmm. and I always think like, what is Taryn? So he over he OD'd Taryn is how he killed her. Too much drugs. Yeah, and he just yeah. stabbed uh, Will. Yeah, <laughs> but he keeps or, around. Yeah, Kenny. Uh, Kenny? Can they go? I called him Ken- Kincaid. Oh, Kenny. You know, no, Kincaid oh, yeah. and Kincaid. Joey. Kincaid. And it is yeah. cool. You know, what I will, and I know we're skipping, but like. I do think it's cool that there was more than one survivor in this just because, like, you're not expecting yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, both of them were probably pretty disappointed when they were reading their script for the Dream Master, and they are gone after page 20 of that yeah. script. <laughs> I mean, it's also – it's just such a – we've talked about this on our podcast a lot before, like, how shitty it is to – you have people that you like, you know, really are invested in in a horror movie. They bring them back for the sequel and kill them off in the first scene or the beginning. And they do the same thing to Danny Hassel in part five. He makes it through all of yeah, part four yeah, and then dies the first person dead at part five. Same with um, mm-hmm. Alice in Friday the 13th part two. I mean, it's just like it. Well, I mean, wasn't Scream kind of the first franchise that just kept all of its main actors like throughout really when you think about it throughout it definitely lasted longer. i mean the, at least three mm-hmm. of them lasted a long time so that is pretty good i mean they killed randy in the sequel who would survive who cares? but yeah i loved randy <laughs> but cares? yeah i mean <laughs> i can't think of another series that kept three people alive that, but then dewey yeah. like that's almost like a fake out like how many times did he almost die so it's almost like you can almost kill someone at the very end say oh wait they didn't die test oh, audience so wanted more Dewey. Oh, do, do, were you there? Yeah, they, they were like, Tim, what do you Dewey. want? And I was like, Dewey. Dewey, more Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had your, your little keypad that you kept pressing with you the, Dewey, the Dewey, Dewey more button. Dewey. You more kept Dewey. Dewey. Um, so, and I will have to say, in part four, when Rodney Eastman is brought back as Joey, he looks, uh, he's a lot more like cooler looking. Yeah. Joey in this movie, he's got like the short hair, his like polo shirts tucked in to his jeans, a little bit more square. In part four, like Joey's like cool. He's got like his cool like fashion mullet. Well, because like, you know it's, it's been some time. They're, Youths they're are going cute. To, yeah. They're going to public schools. They're over Youths Freddy. They're, they're living the their lives. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Rodney Eastman, I think that we talked about this on our Dream Master episode. But have you seen his nudie the pictures? Naked modeling shots of him. No. Send them oh, to hop us. Hop on Google and look at those. Mm-hmm. Wait, you said Rodney Eastman did for what? I, I don't know. I think, it's just just, I think yeah. they were just modeling shots. He was on an episode of Moe's Place. He attacked Amanda. Really? <gasps> no, not Amanda. Wait, Joey's the mute, right? Yeah. And yeah. what's yeah. his real name? Rodney. Rodney. Okay, yes, yes. He was on Moe's Place. He attacked Amanda. 
Oh my God, uh, we're seeing him naked right now. We're looking at his naked modeling shots now. Wow, he looks great. I'm in sh- they're tasteful. They're yeah, tasteful. They're new. He's yeah. like on his knees with really long hair. I'm impressed with everything I'm seeing. Wow, See? what was he mm-hmm. in though? Like that they did this tough time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hard to, yeah, it was just he was in debt. You know. Wow. I mean, I don't think that these are like Greg Gorman shots. No. Wow. Wow. Rodney Eastman. Okay. Doing some naked modeling. Look, there Mm -hmm. he is, Tim. (laughs) I know. We just... I mean... Oh, that one's hilarious. (laughs) It's like, you know, when you pull someone up and... We're we're, we're literally... Looking at it right now. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Rodney Eastman (laughs) naked. Yeah. I mean, all of these actors, all of these kids in the asylum, but... I feel like all of them have just made a career now of just signing headshots now of one of their lines of this movie. Welcome to primetime, bitch. In in my dream, I'm bad. Yeah. But just like all of them just have that single line that they can just put on you all, know, of their, all of their they headshots They do reunions now. Hey, all man, the time. Yeah. I mean, but all of the Nightmare but casts. You like figure the, every yeah, five years yeah, a new generation is discovering them and every – like mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about it. How many years ago? Oh, pushing 40? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, I think the I think the con circuit is like, it's, hey man, it's nice work if you can get it. It's like, probably paying just uh, traveling the country and just like doing cons. I would that would be yeah. great. I would love to do. I mean, it's me probably too. paying Penelope Sutro's like rent. <laughs> I would. I, yeah, she's I'd probably do, made I'd a whole a whole career out of it. Um, and I do love seeing like, you know, Lisa Wilcox post a picture, and it's just like. All of them. Everybody mm-hmm. from all the movies, including Brooke and, you know, like, both Brooks, um, Brooke Bundy and Brooke Theus and, like, just everybody in these, like, group photos. And you're just like, that's kind of awesome that, that like, mm-hmm. you know, all these years later they can go to these events and these functions and just, like, I mean, I, I hope they have lines. I hope people are going and buying the buying the headshots and Oh, doing I think people are because I think if they yeah, went so. to a ton of these and just weren't making money like they would it wouldn't be yeah, worth their just, while. and i think they've been doing yeah. them for what 20 years now i mean yeah. there's mm-hmm. always an anniversary of one of them but like yeah. because <laughs> since the movies <laughs> came out from 84 to freddie versus 2003 well there was a gap i mean like 94 to 91 84 to 94 94, yeah. Yeah. When was Freddy's Dead? 94? Uh, Freddy's Dead was 91. That's what I thought. Okay, and between Freddy's Dead and Freddy versus Jason. No, there was there was um, the big one, the good one, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. New oh, Nightmare. yes, New Nightmare. Nightmare. New yeah. Nightmare. I keep forgetting that one. How could you forget? I know. The precursor to Scream. Yeah. Exactly, They're very yeah. similar. May I remind you? <laughs> if... If he wouldn't have done New Nightmare, we probably would not have. So I thought you said Nude Nightmare. Is I've, that the Rodney? Is that the Rodney Nightmare. Nightmare. story? Yeah. Nude Nightmare. I thought yep. that we came to a screeching halt to see his penis. Well, <laughs> he looks good. I he don't does. Know. I was doing a double take. Double, <laughs> triple. <laughs> now, so, oh, well, I was gonna say, was New Nightmare successful? Uh, uh, I think it made its money. Back and that's it. Not a huge. Not I a thought huge it was yeah, one of the more it's successful great. ones of the series, but yeah, and critically, from a movie standpoint, critically, it's great. but not money wise. Oh, I mean, from a movie standpoint, you know what? No, no, that was the second one I saw in the theaters because I saw Freddy's Dead. But I loved New Nightmare again. I mean, it was just something we had never seen. It was a little confusing. I remember as like a teenager, but yeah, now it's like the whole, that was meta before meta existed. Yeah, sure. yeah. Before it was a term for it, yeah, I always thought that was so great. Um, 
This movie works so well because, like we were saying, you know, when 2 came out, we were just a little bit kind of not disappointed, but we were just like, okay, it went in a new direction. But, you know, when this comes in and it brings back Nancy, our core character, sets up a bunch of characters for the next few movies, it also brought back John Saxon. Yeah. Um, and I think it was it's a really great um, – arc for the character him. uh it's not just a cameo the reintroduction to john cameo. saxton in the bar i think is really well done because he's a That's drunk right. well but and he just hasn't <laughs> yeah. changed like still not believing yeah. nancy like literally his wife died unexplained he saw everything at the end of part one and star gets sucked into the bed still doesn't yeah. believe it still thinks nancy's crazy. Were you were you guys shocked when he got killed in part three Kind of. I think so. <laughs> I felt like I could yeah. give or take when it came to him. It was Nancy that was heartbreaking well, for me the first that time I was saw him. I might have yeah. cried when I was a kid. I don't know. Or yesterday. Yeah, or yesterday. I think I may have. Yeah, or last time we watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sometimes often forget that she dies in this movie. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, she comes back and she saves the day at the end. But I, I, wanted, I still want to talk a little bit about um, John Saxon's uh, scenes in the junkyard. Yeah. Yeah. When they like consecrate like Freddy's bones, but we get so the like stop motion. Um, oh my <laughs> goodness. Clash of the Titans bones. I was going to yeah. say, this is some. This is uh, our Harryhausen. This is like some Harryhausen this is realness. Jason and the Argonauts. So this yeah. is where they buried the bones, the burned bones of Fred Krueger. And, right. and this is where. Um, Kincaid's dog pees on the bones <laughs> in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Brings, him back. Yep. brings him back to it life. Starts a movie, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kincaid's dog that has mega syphilis. <laughs> yeah. or like I mean, that must hurt the, the dog clap. to uh, have yeah. burning urine. Because... How would you even begin to film Yes. That? But, you know, I think it's a really cool ending for Freddy. They're just like, okay, we've got to like give him a proper burial, consecrate the bones. And I love that I love that, like, you know, Mr. or Sergeant Thompson or whatever is just like, oh, yeah, I, kn- I know where his bones are. Like, mm-hmm. I got it on a post-it. Like, Yeah, let's drive the there right now. I mean, pr- I yeah. guess because that's the only murder I would suppose he in the- has committed. So it's the- I feel like it's the kind of thing you probably would True, remember. Yeah. You would Because yeah. they yeah, had to, yeah. especially him being a cop himself, like, he had to be able to get away with it. So I'm sure they had to make it so that you- they didn't have the remains, right? Oh, Is this the location the from the end of uh, or where they go to in Freddy's Revenge? Him and his him and his girlfriend go to uh, that. Maybe it's adjacent. Adjacent. <laughs> Freddy's Revenge Part Two. Yeah. Oh. Part two. Oh God. Yeah, because that ends in like a weird like Axis Chemicals. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even know if that's still standing. I I, I don't even know. Yeah, what's going that on place there. that um his girlfriend Lisa played by Kim Myers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's yeah, kind of know. not. Here's really my question. Well, also, are they um are they treating? Oh, okay. Are they treating this movie like Freddy's Revenge never happened? Um, I think it. I don't think they're not acknowledging it. I just don't think they're really. They're just not aware of the events because yeah. none the, of them were there for it. That's the fair. Freddy's Revenge victims. There was no Twitter. Weren't Elm Street kids, right? Yeah. I mean, I know they lived there, but their parents were. They were just pool party kids. Yeah, so mm-hmm. their parents didn't have to deal with. Didn't kill Freddy. It was just a random. That's we why it's so weird. We didn't me. have twenty four hour news back then. 
No, there was no chance. Yeah, it was I an 11 hour mad. news cycle. Wait, I have a question. If they burnt yeah. Freddie alive, I thought, in his house, did they wait till he was dead, go in, get his bones, and put it in the junkyard? That's what, we're- That's what I was thinking, too. Because wouldn't his bones just because- have been where he burned? Yeah, they had to go. Well, they also because Ronnie Blakely had the had the glove. Oh yeah, so they went in so there. So they burnt and, like, it down. They and went in and like took all the evidence. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's thorough. That's savage. That's what cops do. So apparently, while the house, I know I'm going way <laughs> too cops. into it. While the house was burning, no. obviously no fire department came because no. <laughs> he's a cop. He like called up his fire department buddies and was just like, "Don't." Yeah, worry. he probably was like, "Hey, there's gonna be don't a fire worry. We here. got we, we got don't this. Need to do anything about." It. If yeah. only they had done that in Halloween Kills, Michael Myers wouldn't have gotten out. Let him burn. Let him not burn. burn. That's not the movie we're not talking about. Not my movie, baby. We're not talking about that movie. Not my movie, JLC. We're talking about the Dream Warriors. <laughs> I uh, I like the setup of the house. You know, again, we going back to the house that um, it's a little kind of muddy in the movies going forward. You know, Kristen what exactly is the house. Kristen refers to it as as Freddie's home. I mean, it's it mainly Nancy's just home. looks really good, set dressed in like the dream. The dream world. Put me down. Yeah, you're hurting me. Yeah. little girl. <laughs> little girl. Little mannequin girl. Little girl. Yeah, skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> and according to IMDb, that little mannequin girl is in is um, Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Sorry. You didn't know it was one of her earliest entries. Um, no, she's also plays a little like poofy haired blonde girl in part four. She's probably the one on the beach. Is that oh, a beach? Is that is her? That a the same one? Little girl. Say, and it's, she oh, says yeah. little girl to her. Oh, that's right. Little girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she wouldn't have grown that much. So she wouldn't she's have grown a, that much. Little girl. Yeah. Little girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, the idea of like the dream world and the house just being all like disgusting and like that there's like that roast yeah pig like on the table mm-hmm. <laughs> so is the idea of the house is that you have to walk through the house you have to walk through the house to directly get to freddie is that the idea or fall asleep or you just wake <laughs> I think up you just yeah you you fall asleep and then you wake up in your dream and you're like in the front yard mm-hmm. and so you're just like well i'm here so i might as well go inside oh the the kardashians yeah. are there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little girl. <laughs> and there's always little girls in like first communion dresses, just like always jumping rope. Yeah, jumping. always jumping rope, saying that <laughs> damn rhyme. Scotch. Yep. Yeah. There's like there's tricycles everywhere. I like that. Um <laughs> the tricycles. Yeah. I'm like, I don't I don't remember I don't remember the Thompsons having this many like chandeliers in this house when they mm-hmm. lived there. Um Does it exactly match the house from the first movie? The second movie definitely does not. No, that's a very eighties. Everything in, in part two is 80s, 80s, 80s. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But not in like a woo, pop color, saved by the no, bell kind like of way. It's just in a, a lot of yeah, dreary a lot 80s, of beiges, yeah. a lot of mustard color. <laughs> Ugh, mustard color. Ugh. Yeah. Didn't the dad from uh, part two just die yeah. recently? Clue Gulager, yeah. right? Clue Gula, Gula, Yeah. From uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. Return of the Living Dead too, and a man that frequented the and New Beverly, yeah. and and sorry, no, <laughs> no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy from Poltergeist that just died is a different. Yeah, guy. he died Wait. too. 
They're two Wait, guys. that just Clue, died. Clue yeah, that's a different dude. And the guy that was in Night of the Living Dead and Night of the Living Dead Part 2, I don't know his oh, name. Oh, I was saying Return of the Living Dead is Clue. Return of the Living you Dead, said, yeah. No, but he is in... Re- yeah. yeah, you're right. You're, oh, he's in Return of the Living Dead with Clue Gulager. Um, he's the guy that moved the grave, oh, okay. but he didn't... Oh, okay, you're talking about... Yes, I get it. Clue Gulager yeah. is different than... We are talking about James Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. James Karen. James Karen. Karen had a hell of a career, too. He did, yeah. Dead. Um, dead, dead, dead. Max. Locked. As a doornail. Locked, locked, locked. Nancy, you are going to get some sleep if it kills you. We're talking you. about part kills three. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Ronnie Blakely lives on, okay? She does. Mm-hmm. No she mention really, of her. Really does. Right. No, well, she, no, she, she says her mom died in her sleep. Oh. Uh. She does her mom dinner sleep. Speaking of the mothers, though, um, because, like I said, I saw four first. So I remember Andale Andale from her across the street honking. Kristen. And just like, how did how did she know where they were? Um, and her just screaming the Andale Andale. And then when I saw this, I was like, oh, okay. oh okay. That's her little thing. It's her catchphrase. That's her catchphrase. Andale. <laughs> Good old Brooke Bundy, everyone. Brooke right in Bundy. that dress. Yeah. Yeek. And once again, something that Brooke Bundy can just put on a headshot. Andale. Yeah, just like in her little oh, signature. Oh, just and like, you know she's at the love convention ya, Andale. signing Andale. <laughs> I mean, I would do it if yeah, I had yeah. You'd get her signature yeah. or, or right. you would sign Andale on someone's well, photo. Whichever way. <laughs> Either or. Or is, both. Is Brooke on Cameo? Maybe. Probably. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, they all they all they all should be if they're not yeah. already. Um but yeah, I remember kind of putting that together for the first time going like, "Oh, she says that. She says that in 4 when she picks up the other Kristen." Um They they just wait, Tim. Tim went to Son of Monster Palooza the convention. They had oh, yeah. a Nightmare 3 reunion. They did. Right? Everyone was there. Nancy oh, wasn't cute. there. Um but they had Heather Langenkamp was there? She was one day but not the day I was there. Oh. What what oh. was your big reunion recently with Jamie Lee Curtis? That they just took a no, photo. No, that was the Halloween Curtis Ends premiere. What was that for? The Halloween Ends premiere. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, oh very okay. sweet that they invited Heather to that. Yeah. And I guess she took Amanda Wiss, Weiss, Wiss, Weiss. <gasps> oh, great. I okay. love that. Love that. <laughs> Weiss, Wiss. Not sure how to say it. <laughs> Welcome um, to my world. Now, uh, also off topic, Heather is in uh, a new Netflix series. <gasps> the Midnight Club. The Midnight Club, and she plays a therapist for teens, and they have, like, a circle group therapy that's session. That's so cool. Oh, that's that's yeah. the Mike Flanagan show. I mean, it figures, because I think that a series like Nightmare is a big inspiration for Mike Flanagan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I just think that yeah. that's a real... I've been seeing full little circle. memes of that, that it's this is, like, her full circle moment. Yeah, with this We got to lobby thing. Warner and New Line to greenlight the... A Nightmare on Elm Street. What do you guys think about a Nightmare on Elm Street series. kind of reboot? Absolutely. Yeah, she just, kind of I, I'm sure you guys heard, she just like went on record because she went to the Halloween Ends premiere and she said mm-hmm. that she loves watching Jamie Let's Lee Curtis it. return to the role and she would love to do one more film where she fights Freddy. But so, like, Wes Craven's do Nightmare. In the, the scenes between her and Freddy were so good. I don't know if you can top it. They were. Well, you can't, but I mean, I'm saying oh, if you they could. did a... The Halloween approach, where I pretend they did a sequel to part one and pretended like oh, none of the like, sequels, like her existed. son uh, well, talks to a man in the sewer. <laughs> no, not <laughs> all of it. I've got, no, no. I've got an even better idea. No, Matt. no, but like, what if what? they rec- like they've reconned every sequel and it was just her forty years after part one, and she's in a bunker somewhere, and she has a shotgun, and she's got a daughter and a granddaughter, and then on yeah, Halloween night, and her daughter oh, wants a and raise. She doesn't let them sleep. <laughs> Oh wait, um, uh, 
Fuck college. No, <laughs> if they did it on um, 2020 oh, or 2024 is the 40th anniversary, right? Yeah, so yeah, they got to start now. They can make it in time. Scott's, so, Scott's got a pitch. Let's so hear Scott's Here's pitch. my pitch. It's going to be a we – can, we can keep all the sequels. It's going to be kind of a really good follow-up to Dream Warriors because Nancy is going to be in Freddy's, like, dreamland. And she's going to be an old lady. Like, she, Nancy has aged. Because she died? So she's going to she be – because she's going, but she is going to be in Freddy's like dream, like like uh, Nicole Kidman in Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think that she's going like they're going to pull themselves into the dream, and Nancy's going to be there as an old lady. She's going to be the Malaysian dream, like uh, oh her doll, doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like guiding them through. I want like one. I'm. Will dead, she still have the one like, great yeah. dream warden, or will her whole of hair course be she has to? Maybe one side. Ooh. It'll be like Nicole again. Back to Nicole Kidman. It'll be like Doctor Chase Meridian's dream warden doll uh, from uh, Batman Returns. Where I think one they, side is they just white. call it a a dream or a Malaysian dream doll. Mm-hmm. They don't call it a, a, warden. a dream warden. Yeah. Um, or any of the- you guys know that in in Batman Forever. She has that. I, oh, oh, the exact same thing. I remember Doctor Chase. The, doctor, a, the doll's not the, the same. Doctor Chase Meridian the, character the, has the physical doll doesn't look the same, but she references it as being a Malaysian dream oh. warden doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is weird. I just think New Nightmare was so ahead of its time in this time that we're living in now, bringing back these movies and kind of rebooting them and all that. It just kind of did like. Like you said, Tim, they did it already. And that would have been the perfect idea in twenty twenty four. Yeah, right. exactly. But it's like they already did it. Yeah. You know, anything they do so, now, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But yeah. let me let me also say Devil's Advocate New Nightmares sometimes feels a little soap. It's a little heavy. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, I love a soap. But I mean, of course, if they made something, I would absolutely go see it. I would support it. Yeah, 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 totally. Especially with Heather. I'm sure. Do you it, think? Do you think? Do we think that Robert would ever? Oh, do offer him enough money. Sure, now. I feel would. like didn't he go on record maybe a year or two ago saying he thinks maybe he has like one more nightmare film in him? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think he said something to the effect of like, "We got to get the show on the road now." Yeah, I, also, <laughs> I also feel like with with how good digital effects are, if that if you map his face, they could just make it. If look you like, just brought in Robert to just act out some scenes, 1984, Freddy, you could really. Make that shit yeah. look like the 1984 movie. Yeah, no, they could. And the good thing about Freddy being in a dream world is that obviously he doesn't have to age. You know, he's not in our world. So, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the pro- that's the problem. Because then you start getting into like, you know, why is uh, Winifred Sanderson why did, thirty years older? You why know? do they look a little more digitally yeah. smoothed out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if they're witches and their whole deal is like eternal youth. No, that's that's the problem. Um, Yeah, but with the effects now, you're right. They could totally make him look like Mm -hmm. Freddy from '84. Yeah, and his face is all crazy anyway, so it doesn't have to be like, you know, Jeff Bridges and Tron. Um, Um, Did you two immediately not like the 2010 movie uh, when you first saw it? I saw it twice, and i I thought it was fine. I I remember. I really didn't like. The portrayal of, of Freddie. I think Jackie Earl Haley's a good actor, but he, 
I didn't like his portrayal of Freddy. I thought he was, this is going to sound horrible, way too short to play Freddy. He was not menacing. Very yeah, okay. um, small. I yeah. thought, and I thought the character of Nancy Rooney Mara was so effing boring. She had lifeless. no, she was lifeless. She had yeah. no emotions. I thought I liked what's her name, Katie Cassidy's character. Oh yeah, she was great. Katie Cassidy cast. should have been mm-hmm. the lead actress. Yeah, too. and I liked some of the oh, other sure, characters yeah. and the kills and stuff. But I just I did not buy Freddie, and that actor was just not misplacing it. And then the Nancy was just so blah. Like I I wanted to kill myself watching Nancy. Right, and that's why that's the that just mm-hmm. goes to show you that part three holds up the test of time, whereas the 2010 remake is just a pile of poo. Poe. <laughs> you know, it's it's very interesting because I, and I think we've talked about this in our other uh, nightmare uh, reviews. But, you know, I think we take Robert England. Oh, yeah. I mean, not for granted, but I think he's so good in this role. Um, unlike somebody like Michael Myers or Jason where they are in a mask. They're and, really interchangeable. You just need a stuntman. I mean, I don't know. Doesn't matter who's playing it. Yeah, to some extent it does. But, you know, they talk about um, in 2, in Freddy's Revenge. Yeah, there are those weird shots. There are scenes where it's not. That really stick out. Mm -hmm. It's not him, and it's uh, just somebody kind of made up. And it's, oh, it's just in, in the steam of the shower. You won't see him. And he walks through, and you're like, no, obviously, clearly. Like, Robert England brings this physicality to the role. Like, he's an actor. He's a real actor, and he's acting this role. And it's not just I'm a boogeyman. Like it's in his entire physicality. It's in his body. And Freddie, when Freddie stands there, he kind of has his hip cocked to one side, and it's that like contrapposto like pose. And it's and his reasoning for that was like the glove is heavy, and like it's a real thing that's made of like you know these industrial knives and all that shit that he thought of. And it's like. We don't think about it because it's not our job to think about it. But when it comes down to when it's not him, then we're like, oh, this is wrong. Yeah. No, but you're right. He, he did it so yeah. right. You know? it, it just it can't be. It, I mean, yeah, I think I'm trying to think. I mean, that's it, a good point because it's like, would I have been okay with any other actor other than Robert Englund? Who knows? All, all I know is that I just didn't find Jackie Earl Haley convincing as Freddie. And um, and also again, like to make the final girl like the least likable character, or the the one that had the least amount of emotions. Like it was just two big mistakes for, on in my book for that right. one. Yeah. I know that Rooney Mara has done interviews of how she does not like to talk about that movie. Really, I'm like glad she they really wishes that her. it was. She really yeah. wishes that it was scrubbed from her IMDb. Well, I think <laughs> Rooney Mara is just too cool and yeah. too like. Yeah, I'm especially a re- now. I'm a real actress, so fuck that horror movie that I did when I was starting. Which out. is so I, dumb because she was playing the lead, like this this celebrated yeah. character. So that could have yeah. been. That's great. I mean, she wasn't a throw. It wasn't a throwaway part, but her performance was a throwaway performance. Right. Like I mean, I want to love her, mm-hmm. but I don't, and that's why Nancy in Part Three is so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you always like Nancy. And it's, and it's 
heartbreaking when she does uh, that. It is, and I'm wondering, like, I still remember the first time I saw, again, I was in junior high at a sleepover. I remember being shocked that they killed her because it's such yeah. a, first off, you know, she's the one that survived the first movie, and she's so helpful to mm-hmm. the kids in this movie. And then it's, mm-hmm. like, in such a heartbreaking scene because, like, you think, oh, her dad died. She's reconnecting with him, and then, ugh, he, she gets stabbed, and it's really Freddy. It's yeah. just horrible. But talk about it, shocking. I mean, that had to be it's shocking. It's something now horror fans would lose their damn minds about oh yeah yeah for the lead to just be yeah Mm -hmm. because i think the filmmakers too were just like okay we brought her back but now she is a quote-unquote this adult it would be like killing sydney in the new screen oh yeah but i think the -hmm. filmmakers were just like we have to make room for new casts now because you know she's 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 aging out of it or whatever we need more teenagers but it's like i hate i I, and i see that but it's like why can't they just let them move on like meaning do new movies and they're not coming after her like why kill the person that's right why can't she just take a trip to france or no should they or she just (laughs) moved away you know which nobody does that's why i'm yeah that's why i'm kind of fine with nev campbell maybe sitting out this new movie is i'm fine with giving sydney a happy ending mm-hmm. well i am too but like and that's a whole nother topic like i just yeah, that's a whole nother <laughs> discussion i don't even want to start because too. like i i'm mm-hmm. one of those people who's like it, it doesn't feel like a scream movie without sydney like especially after five movies of her being so pivotal well, it's kind of like american idol like give it give me i don't watch american idol but like it's on they keep trying to recreate american idol just let it go away for five years same with these films <laughs> American Idol. <laughs> Bring back Paul Abdul. And Ryan Seacrest's hair. Hey, Ryan Seacrest is still, he's the only one oh, that's still man. on it. He's our, he's our, he's our through line. Um, yeah, I do agree that if they did this nowadays, I think that, I think, you know, fan culture and Twitter and all that is just so insane and can just be so toxic when it comes to things like this. It's like, I mean, I've seen people just, constantly bitching about the new halloween movie for two weeks straight now it's unbelievable Um, all that i'm seeing on on instagram well that's the thing and anything i feel like nowadays like touching any old franchise again it's just like we talk about we want a new movie and stuff Part of me is like, and I want a new movie in all these franchises we love, like Friday the 30th Night on Elm Street, but no matter what, it's mm-hmm. going to be ripped apart. Like, that's the yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, the, sure. The new Texas mm-hmm. Chainsaw Massacre, ripped apart. The new Halloween movie, ripped apart. And, you know, some of the reasons I, I see, but it's like the like the hatred for it. It seems to always be when we do new movies for established franchises, you know? Because it falls into yeah. hands of yeah. people that are not like us. Well, but but even but a lot of these movies, maybe they weren't the greatest. Ow! I just bang, bang my head. Um, maybe they weren't the greatest, but <laughs> they were. They don't deserve like the sheer just hatred and like. Well, especially mm-hmm. when they're coming from these franchises that are filled, you know, with these middle of the road, yeah, sequels. Like, there's usually some rose colored glasses when people bitch about the Halloween movies of. They are not. They aren't really sticking up for Curse of Michael Myers all that much. There's, there's, there's some garbage. How about there? Halloween you know Resurrection, I mean? a classic? <laughs> yeah, uh, motherfucker. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> the first one that I'm sure that you watched, Matt, when you got that new Scream Factory 4K. Oh my set. god, I'm, I'm sure like, that you throw put. In resurrection. I'm sure that you throw put that in Resurrection. Right You're in like, the I player. need to see new interviews. <laughs> oh my god, Resurrection, the absolute worst. <laughs> I need some supplements for. Resurrection. I love that they got the new interviews for Resurrection and not H2O. I think with the Nightmare franchise, like I said, this kind of sets up a new kind of mini trilogy within, yeah, you know, 
the Nightmare on Elm Street series, you know, with Dream Warriors, Dream Master, and Dream Child, um, of varying quality. <laughs> you know, of the three, this is probably the the best. Of, Definitely, of the it's three. the strongest entry of the. Yeah. Trilogy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, the, I, the dream it's trilogy. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite sequel of the whole series. That and New Nightmare, yeah. but yeah. Oh, I always thought it was Dream Child. <laughs> dream Child was a total just WTF movie. It See, has, and that's the thing. Yeah. Dream Child is a mess, and it's like, you know, if they were to if they were to create a a reboot or something, they'd just be like, "Oh, you've ruined my childhood. Nightmare on Elm Street is untouchable." And it's like but wait a minute. I know, but again, but, social media wasn't around then, so the only thing you could yeah, do is be yeah. like, wow, that movie sucked to your friend. Yeah, <laughs> and then you'd read exactly. one review yeah. in your local newspaper. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even social media wasn't around when Freddy vs. Jason came out. No. And that yeah. movie, I feel like, was made because of the internet. Yeah. Of you need to have these two characters fight just on message boards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AIM, um, people were like, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> on AIM, Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Remember when they were going to do a Freddy vs. Jason Part 2? I think even Monica told us, like, they had, I think they thought oh, they wow. were going to, but then it just. I mean, didn't that happen. movie probably could well, have made 80 million. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I feel like it made an, a shit ton of money when it came out opening weekend. Yeah. Two I was words, there, I was alive. Kelly Rowland. Yeah. They <laughs> love just, Beyonce's sister. <laughs> Do you know that I saw Freddy vs. Jason at the Lewistown, Montana drive-in? It was a double feature with Underworld. Uh, two very dark movies to watch at the drive-in. Right. Dark, I went yeah, opening like, weekend like... to see Freddy vs. Jason, and the, the the entire theater was packed. It was a really fun way of seeing it. I saw it in the dome. <laughs> Ooh. <I'm> lucky. <laughs> I saw it in the dome. Yeah, I don't want to brag right now. Okay, we're talking about Nightmare on Street 3. <laughs> Freddy vs. Yeah. But I also think what the nightmare movies have on its side that I feel like the biggest cheerleader of the franchise, it was the head of new line. It was Bob Shea. Yeah, so I Robert feel Shea. like they threw cash behind these movies. Unlike a lot of the, the Halloween and maybe Friday the 13th movies where they were really working on a shoestring budget and they just really had to bust the shit out and make it under whatever amount that the studio gave them. But I feel like the nightmare movies always had the studio backing behind them. Yeah. I mean, if you watch like the new Terrifier 2 and you watch um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, there is a comparison. Like, w- they're working with what little they have, but they're so aggressively yeah. good. So it's like, that's what I mean. That's what I felt. It's also like when you're doing dreams, it's like you've got some liberty. Blue, blue sky. Yeah. Like yeah. anything goes. You know, yeah. nobody's going to be yeah. like, can, wait, that doesn't make sense. You can't do that to a person. That's why. But unfortunately, like Dream Child, can, you can take it too far. Like dreams can be anything, you know, <laughs> like you can do anything in a dream. So that means you can yeah, create any yeah. death or any type of thing you want. Well, and then and then we kind of, you know, this is, I don't know, maybe the beginning of like Freddy mania with like kids and teenagers. And so in the next movie, they went like full MTV with, is it Rennie Harlan? Yeah. Yeah. Directing it. And mm-hmm. like, there's all this, it's chock full of like really cool music and yeah. all that. Um, this movie didn't quite have as many um, great songs in it, but it does have a, a theme song by Dawkin. Yeah. Yes. Tim's favorite uh, band, Dawkin. Dukin. Tim's favorite Tim, band, Tim's Dokken. favorite activity, Docking. I don't know what it means. But... <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a link to the Urban Dictionary. Tim, you're going to uh, look up Docking. <laughs> can, I, can I read what Docking is according no, to Urban we'll Dictionary? Do it after. Oh, God. 
I'm afraid oh. it's filthy. Do you really not know what docking is? That's for the Patreon. Oh, are you going to give them a demonstration? <laughs> guys, that's for that's for guys, the OnlyFans. You guys, this is the movies that made us gay podcast. I think yeah. that you can read the Urban Dictionary <laughs> definition. I, I looked of at I looked at arm. Uh, the first thing that came up on Urban Dictionary was armpit sex. Is that true? That is not. That, it. that is not. No, no. Docking is not that. Docking is a very intense. <laughs> Intimate and intense sexual act performed by two intimate. uncircumcised men. Ew. Guy one. Pull- it could just be one. Guy- it can just be guy one. Guy <laughs> one pulls his for- foreskin back and holds it while guy two <laughs> stretches his open and outward as far as possible over the head and shaft of guy one's penis. Then guy one repeats the procedure as he's releasing all of his. Oh, Jesus. That is a very like. Oh, this is crazy. His yeah. expression looks like his mom is reading tip this right tip. now. Yeah, it's it's they just put the heads of their penis together and one person the moist juices are you reading rolls their foreskin over the head of the other penis. That's all it is, Tim. It's just like, you know, it's like jump it's rope. That's easy. not my kind of penis. <gasps> Chinese finger handcuffs. Yeah, it's, there you yeah. go. Yeah, anyway, Docking does sing Dream Wars, which I love. because It's a great song. It's total Is 80s it, heavy that, metal. That's not why they named themselves that. Well, it's not, they're not called it's not, Docking. It's not Docking. It's, it's Docking. 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 Yeah. Like as in Ken. <laughs> which doesn't Docking. really – it's not a word. Yeah. Um, Docking are an 80s um, hair metal, glam metal I remember the music band, video, if you, for if sure. You will. Did they have clips from the movie in it? Yeah. Did they have Freddy in it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, right it on. was on the VHS. Yeah, it's cool. Played after the movie. Yeah. I was, I mean, mm-hmm. again, I'm a little older than everyone here, so I remember it on MTV. Yeah. Oh, no, except for, we're the same age. Never and mind. And maybe tonight. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah. Take yeah. <laughs> I just assume I'm older than we, everybody. He is. <gasps> I mean, most of He's the older time. than father time. Father time. Most of our guests from I'm old, we're older than. But, um. Yeah, Do- Dokken, I feel like, was a minor hair metal band. There were no, you know, there were no Bon Jovi. There were mm-hmm. no, you know, Guns N' Roses, obviously. And the the word Dokken, D-O-K-K-E-N. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. Somebody's name. Are they American? Uh, oh, Don Dokken. It's like the lead singer. Uh, Don Dokken. Yeah, okay, I would have yeah. a group called Murdoch yeah. with two Ks. See, that's great. I love Thank it. That's, cool. good, that's a good heavy oh, metal band name. Oh, I think it's name. stupid. Oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> Donald Maynard Dokken. You're a total bitch. I think it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Hater <laughs> Murdoch. But, but what if you were Murdochin? Murdochin. Murdochin. No, that would be the that would be your like super yeah. group. Yeah, you and Dawkin. Tim Murdoch and you Steve and Don Dawkin. Yeah. Whatever his name was. We're going on the road. <laughs> the Murdochin. It's like a like what do they you call can... it? Turducken? The turkey and the There you go. Coming to uh, Margaritaville near you. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to a local dive bar in Springwood, Ohio. Tomorrow. You're gonna be you're gonna be playing the like casinos, the Indian casinos, and the like. from like four fifteen <laughs> to five o'clock on a Tuesday. Early bird special. <laughs> I love it, and you, as long as you open and close the show with Dream Warriors, you're good. And a live docking show. Yeah. Ew. Ooh, again, for for the OnlyFans. Armpit side. <laughs> You're going to have a duet with Tuesday Night. Oh. I really like I Tuesday Night song. I mean, Nightmare, the song from part four is great. Like, it's a great opening. This is, what we're, great this is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Part four is, like, chock full of bangers. There's a great song by the Divinals. Yeah, that like... great Divinal song when they're going into school. Uh, what is that song that uh, when, when he's doing, like, karate? Oh. Um, anything, anything. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, how does it go? It's a big new wave song. Yeah, it is, I'm it's like a popular such a song. Deep thought. Why am I not getting it? But yes, when he's doing karate and practice, or when she's doing karate. Hi, 
it's, uh, it's drama power. when it's someone with a, when it's mm. a guy with a brown wig yeah. and then they show her from oh. the front and it's her with red hair and there's also a really good Sinead O'Connor song yeah. put your hands on put me when um me. on me put your hand oh and then she had to go ruin really it song. on Saturday Night Live <laughs> I mean, you know, she had, to rip, up that, she the she had to rip up that picture of the Pope. Fight the real enemy. Right. An old Pope. Um, <laughs> Nightmare 4, which many, which many people um, kind of remember as being one of the most disgusting. Oh, my God. That cockroach scene. 80s horror movies. Oh. Is, I think, one of the most disgusting things I've it's, ever seen. It's in an movie. intense wow, scene, God. but it's... I'm, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're after not her we're not big like splattered backwards, fans. and then yeah. she has cockroach arms, and then gets crushed Squeezed. and oozes out in the Roach Motel. We're we're not big horror uh, splatter core fans, so we we're seen, we're missing the whole Terrifier we, franchise. We have not we're seen the Terrifier. Like, wow. yeah, it's not for the squeamish. It not isn't, fair. but the yeah. I mean, it's a it's it's very eighties horror, but airy eighties splatter. It's horror, disgusting. Yeah. I mean, gore. The, here's why I think you guys could deal with it because the effects are purposely done in almost a very eighties sort of way, so it's more comical than realistic. Like you're not going to see it and be like, oh my god, that really looks like someone's insides. Like it looks like eighties effects doing really gore. Okay. So it is gory. But I don't believe – like the people – I know those articles about people faint because we saw Terrifier too and um, about people fainting and throwing up. Like we were sort of laughing at them because they're done in a very effecty way. It doesn't – didn't feel – like it didn't make me feel sick at all. I don't know. I, I was I was fine. <laughs> and we're not gore people either. Like we're not like, oh, God, give me more blood and guts. Like that doesn't make good horror for us. No. But Nightmare on the Street 3 makes good horror. Exactly. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is good. <laughs> Plot, characters. Yeah, I, th- I still think I'm going to miss both Terrifiers. But you know what is coming to HBO Max very soon in a few days is Barbarian. Barbarian. Oh, is it yeah. already? Oh. That was quick. Oh, so good. 20, uh, tomorrow, I think. What? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Barbarian had the type of craziness that I wanted from a movie like X. Like, I thought, I thought X was fine. I didn't flip for it. I feel like Barbarian really delivered of, holy shit, this movie is fucking I just nuts. can't believe it's on HBO Max. Did you like the saggy tit breastfeeding scene? Love. Oh, loved it. I love, mean, love what's mama. What's better than a like, big saggy tit queen. breastfeeding yep. an adult, am I right? Docking. Docking. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. It all ties together, oh, you guys. You go from docking. Literally ties together. Ew. Ew. Oh. oh, my goodness. Well, uh, you know, there's some... There's some Gore splatter core gore movies going on in you know in theaters and on VOD, but mm-hmm. you know Nightmare Three is also on HBO Max right now. So if listeners, kids, if you have not watched it, I mean, I feel like this movie has a reputation of being just one of the great horror sequels of all time. Yeah. I think that Eli Roth covered it in a History of Horror when they did their sequels episode. Yo. They talked about. Dream Warriors, I think Scream 2 and Psycho 2. So, I mean, it has a big following. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it definitely, I mean, I... Fans of the series can always agree on how good the yeah. movie is. Matt was contemplating a tattoo yesterday of Nightmare on Street 3. Oh, definitely. Actually, what he meant to say was of docking. I wanted a tattoo of two, two uncircumcised penises. We have to end this. We're getting gross. Being pulled in. No, no. I mean, I... I listen, listen, Tim. Don't yuck someone's yum. Exactly. Right? Just I mean, what if I yucked your yum? 
Well, then it would be, pretty, it'd, be, it'd be basic. I know. Tim's yum is like missionary sex, please. I like this in is bed what I like. with the lights out. I like handshake. I like hugs. I'm wearing full nightgown under yeah. the covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the covers. This is both as naked as Tim gets during sex. Full plaid How shirt. How you on. know? I've heard. Randy oh, told okay. me. He, wow. The only fans. I mean, bringing up my ex, you bitch. <laughs> meanwhile we are you know looking for dark alleys and uh, who isn't (laughs) chain link fences i mean are you watching american horror story nyc Okay, no. so is it worth yeah. watching? I heard that there's a lot of cruising references. It is. It's 100% and we, and it's a love, cruising season. We love, That's like, William Freakin's cruise oh, out. It's, it's, it's 100% cruising. So is it, it's, it's, not, it's not supernatural it's or, or monsters. It's, it's just It's, it's gay, just gay, cruising. Gay, yeah. New York City cruising. Like, it's, that explains everything. BDSM. Well, I've already seen cruising. There's so some okay. scenes that literally replicate scenes from yeah, cruising. Yeah, like the slap in the in the police station like some of them are then specific why? then why do they do the popper then scene? why is it they called american poppers. horror story like, cocaine, where he does all. the poppers then and why it, like, then and it why is it called color? american horror because story? it's like, brian murphy can get away with anything just <laughs> just call it cruising like i don't know well, i was I'm, curious I'm, if they're gonna go gonna for a uh uh if they're gonna have a space like the dakota nope like an old new york apartment building that has that spooky witchy activity in it not, but apparently not i mean they've only released two episodes so i can't speak to where they're going and i know that american horror story is famous for like doing huge 180s in the yeah. middle of their season and I, suddenly it's mm-hmm. something and becoming new. trash after three exactly, episodes yeah and unwatchable so, and completely boring. I, I, so far yeah. i mean i thought it was okay i would give it a an okay i mean once <laughs> you get past that what you're watching is a complete ripoff you'll be fine <laughs> then <Okay>. why <laughs> then why I think I think he's depending on docking that, that, and I think he's depending on like oh no one's seen this 1980 movie. True. Oh yeah. Gays. Yeah. The, I mean, some gays haven't seen They're it. They're not going it. back to watch. Not our Al listeners. Pacino our dance. listeners have seen it because we've covered we've it. We've done a and, cruising episode. Uh, it's amazing. So mm-hmm. go listen to that. Stop watching this stupid piece of shit derivative show. It's art. By a moron. I still. And I still might. I, I still might watch at least the first episode. You haven't even watched Dahmer yet. We haven't either. Yeah. I haven't either. I haven't seen Dahmer. But I will. I will love it. And he's going to – he likes to eat dinner while he watches. <laughs> yeah, people. There you go. I helped Evan Peters uh, w- pick out a computer book when I worked at Barnes & Noble. He was very – Really? Was this before or after when he, American Horror Story? Started? This was as American Horror Story was airing, and I was on the phone with him, and he gave me his name, oh, Evan so Peters, cool. and I was like, oh. And he wow. put two and two together. Yep. Um, but I think we should uh, – I think it's time to wrap this one up. We're running out of time here. Um, but like we said, if you don't already own a complete anthology of – We do. Nightmare on Street movies, yep. uh, listeners, you can watch this on HBO Max uh, if you have it or you can just rent it for a couple dollars. Uh, I think if – you only see two Nightmare on Elm Street movies. <laughs> see the first one and this one. I feel like we kind of every year will watch, I mean, almost the entire series. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like we go but back. We're, but we're not yeah. like, oh, yeah. we only watch horror Same movies in us. October. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like we when, kind of, when he goes on 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 uh, Letterboxd and it's like, oh, we're watching Halloween. Well, we watched this three times Yeah, this we year. watched it like, in July. But I feel like we sort of dip in and out of this series 12 months yeah. out of the year. I, I watch Nightmare on Elm Street movies all the time. Just mm-hmm. like I can watch any of them at any point of the day. Um, and I think that this 
the the dream trilogy starting with Dream Warriors, I just have a really soft spot for because those are the ones that I watched the most. Sure. Like in my formative years, I've um, grown to really like um, Dream Master, yeah. but I feel like when I first Dream watched it, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it was my favorite, but I think I like it more with each viewing of it. Yeah, absolutely. I also love Dream Warriors more with each viewing. And also, if you were to just stop this series after Dream Warriors, kind of But perfect. then you wouldn't have the it's dream a good child. It's a good ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or, or Dan, what's, Danny what's, ha- uh, uh, what's Dan's real name? Danny Hassel. Danny Hassel, My yeah. favorite himbo of <laughs> horror <laughs> movies. Major I think League he's Kong. so Ditto. fucking handsome in those movies. He is mm-hmm. major one major league hunk <laughs> indeed. Matt and Tim, Happy thank Halloween. you so much yes, for joining us on our Halloween on, weekend episode. That's so cool. I mean, Happy you Halloween. two. I always just associate you both with Halloween that, and oh, horror oh, movies. Oh, a so treat, really but not a trick. A treat, absolutely. And your show is a treat, hey, but not a trick. <laughs> but not a trick, though. And your guys' show, like you get. Yeah, some really I mean, fun we, guests. Yeah, talk been, about uh, actually Happy Halloween. Time. Talk funny about Happy enough, Horror is time. our two-year anniversary of doing the podcast, and um, we just um, we're all horror all Great. the time, and we switch off between either reviewing new releases, like new movies that just came out over the last uh, couple weeks, horror movies, and interviewing horror stars from movies like this. Like we've we had Ken Sagos on the show um, from part three. We had Danny Hassel for part um, four and and Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. So, like every other episode is either a movie review of like mm. new releases or an interview with a horror star that you know probably people that love these movies like. So it's Happy Horror Time, and you can find us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter at Happy Horror Time or HappyHorrorTime.com. Tim, all the platforms, all the platforms. Yes, and but we before we ever all did Happy Horror Time the <laughs> podcast, we were guesting on your podcast so i think it's like the third time yeah i actually came to your house yep oh well and by big I did was one of our first of big yeah <laughs> Tim did. for poltergeist three so so tim so you did poltergeist three poltergeist three is kind of when i start to think of a movie to do on the show and i'm like that's, really <laughs> that's hilarious and then i think we did Poltergeist. I love it. I love Poltergeist series. So, mm-hmm. I think we can make it work. Yeah, yeah, really fun movie, really fun episodes with the both of you, um, listeners. Go check out their show, Happy Horror Thank Time. You. It's a lot of fun. Thank you guys for coming on. This was uh, so yes. much fun. Have a yes. good night's sleep, um, y'all. Yes, and, Happy um, Halloween. We will see you very soon. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yes. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. You too. <laughs> And thank you so much for listening, everyone. Oh, what a month, Pete. Yeah, what a month. We did some really good movies this month. A lot of movies that I had been wanting to do since we began the show in 2019. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm glad that we finally got to movies like The Craft, The Dream Warriors. So yeah, much fun. Absolutely. Um, and love Tim and Matt. They're great guests. Love having them on the show. Happy Horror Time is also a great, it's a, a sister podcast, yeah. if you will. But um, I think it's about that time of the show. For Patreon shout-outs. Time for some Patreon shout-outs. Yes, indeed. Let's hear them. We would love to say hey and hello and thank you so much to our patrons, Thomas, Mark, Jackson, Millie, Darcy, Ted, Benny, Jamel, Melanie, Christopher, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Michael, Muffy, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Genevieve, 
Dawn, Joshua, Emlamelli, Aaron, Melinda, and Jim, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and also Rafino. Thank you, Thank so, you much, so much, guys. Uh, the Patreon uh, has been active lately. We have a new newsletter that's new been newsletter. posted. A new commentary track for the original Halloween. And around the time this episode comes out, we will have a second movie that we are going to be doing. Yes, for indeed. A Patreon We're going to be doing a, uh, an additional commentary. Probably the weekend. Probably the week that this episode drops, we'll have a new one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually do uh, try to do one a month. This month we're going to do two just because we're feeling sassy and there's tons of movies to, to get to. So we're going to do another commentary track. Mm-hmm. So head over to patreon.com slash yeah. movies that made us gay for all of those special uh, activities and fun things. And we love all of your support. Uh, even if you can't, you know, anything that you can uh, donate goes directly to keeping the podcasts up and mm-hmm. posted every month. Um you know, for free and ad free and uh, it goes directly to, to keeping the show afloat. So thank you so much, everybody. We also would love it if you would rate and review the show on um, Apple Podcasts or Give Spotify. Give us five stars, please. Yeah, we would if, love if to see a, that. If there's a five-star button, just mash it on there. And um, if you want to write us a review, go ahead and do that. We would also love it. Um, if you don't feel like writing something, if you don't know what to write, just hit the five stars. Yeah. It just it helps us out. Um, we've been charting lately. Yeah, we've been getting really good numbers lately. ITunes, we've been making um, it in the, uh, the Film and Review, yeah, the, like top 50. The uh, U.S. Film Review charts, we've been in the top 50. That is no doubt thanks to our appearance on uh, I Saw What You Did podcast. Go over to I Saw What You Did podcast uh, hosted by... Uh, Danielle Henderson and Millie DiCirico, uh, we were on there talking about horror icons, and um, that was a lot of fun. We did a Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> Their episode section. this week that dropped with, uh, they talk about Pet Cemetery and The Omen. I need to listen they do. to that episode. They do. I love those two movies. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, check out um, I Saw What You Did. So, and we love all of the new listeners that we got um, because of that appearance. So, that was really great. Um, but, yeah. Five stars, write a review, really helps us out a lot. You can follow us on social media. We are at Movies That Made Us Gay on Instagram and on uh, Facebook and on Twitter. We are at MTMUG Pod. Yes, indeed. And if you want to follow our personals, feel free. I'm Pete. I am at Peter Lasagna on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm Scott Youngballer on Instagram and follow my letterbox. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, everybody. Happy Halloween. We will see you very, very soon. Bye.